welcome to I Am Divine, mastering your intuition with psychic mediums and spiritual psychology coaches and science of mind practitioners, Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. This is Paula Hunter. And this is Kim Garden. And welcome to another episode of I Am Divine, a spiritual podcast where you will discover your psychic potential within by learning skill sets that develop and master your spiritual gifts. We will teach you about universal truths that will empower you to manifest a life you truly desire. We are here to remind you who you are, the powerful badass that you are, the divine I am. Hello and welcome all you divine badasses. Welcome to season two of I Am Divine 2024. Here we are, brand new year. So exciting. And this episode is going to be amazing because today we are going to be diving into becoming that badass manifester. We're going to be looking into simple, no-nonsense strategies to help you manifest your dreams and live your most kick-ass life. We're going to chat about positive vibes, goal setting, and real actionable steps to turn your dreams into reality. So let's get ready to unleash your inner badass and make manifesting look easy. (laughs) Yes. So I know that being a badass manifester, Paula, typically involves, let's say, mindset that focuses on self-confidence and positive thinking and intentional actions. Would you agree with that? Definitely agree. I think we talked about this just the other day where I see this a lot with my clients when I'll ask them, what is it that you want to create? What is it that you want to bring into your life? And nine times out of 10, they'll kind of go, well, I don't know. So when we talk about, you know, really looking at the vision and having the clarity for what it is they want to create, it definitely has to stem from what do you want? And it's amazing how so many people don't know what that is. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that the more we are able to really break it down into steps and see which area in our lives we want to create exactly what we want. One of the things that I find with my clients too is usually they know what they don't want but they don't know what they do want. So when we talk about what we want in our life, it's kind of exactly like you were saying, Kim, we have to look at the different areas and become really clear on what that is. You made Mm -hmm. a comment about, I may just want love in my life. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean to you? What does that love represent? Are we talking self-love? Are we talking love from a partnership? Are we trying to heal a relationship maybe through family? Mm -hmm. So it's good to have that goal in mind, but we really need to get clear on what that's going to represent for us in that year, in what areas in our life are we looking at? So as much as that big goal, I want love is great. We have to be able to bring it down into more tangible, clear ideas of what that's going to be. Uh Yeah, it makes total sense. And I think that it's the first starts off with taking that time. I think it's easy to just kind of say, I want love, but it's taking that time to really go deep. And I think that if we can make a new intention for 2024, it's about taking that time to really go in within, I want to say more than just in January, just when you're trying to manifest something, but really taking that time to get that clarity, because that's the first step is stopping and pausing and elaborating a little bit more. Yeah. And that's where, like you said, write down those goals. 
you know, sit and do some brainstorming. Maybe that is going to include a vision board. What are those things that are going to trigger you throughout the year to keep you on track? Yes, we need the vision, but do I have it somewhere so I can go back and look at it? I can put my energy into it. I can remember what that is and really begin to focus on that on a regular basis. And I think there's importance to it too, is when you are looking at it is really getting into the energy of it. I know for myself, I have a picture of a lake and I may, I've talked about it many times where I'm manifesting my lake house and I stand in front of it every morning with my cup of tea and I envision myself standing on my dock looking out at this lake and I get into that feeling and I get into that emotion of how good it's going to feel and how proud I'm going to feel when I get it and everything that goes along with it. So when you're looking at your vision board, if that's what you choose to create to kind of keep these manifestations at the top front of your mind, really dive into those feelings, you know, like, I don't know about you, Paula, but I used to post my uh, vision board up on my wall and I would look at it daily. And yes, you know, just by seeing it visually daily, it does help manifest it, but there's something about going into that feeling and really having those emotions and that connection with that energy that helps manifest it even faster. Yes, it comes back to what we've taught about the creative process and how we manifest. Mm -hmm. We have to have the thought being there, but we also have to in incorporate the feelings and the actions to go along with it. It isn't just let me put this pretty picture on my wall or write them down and I make the joke. It's like a magic wand. Poof, there you go. It's going to drop into your life. It's taking that time every day and to, as you said, Kim, see yourself in that situation and feel the feelings of what that is going to be for your goals because our energy needs to be in sync with what we want to create. And if we're not taking that time to be in that higher energy of that creation, it's going to be harder for us to, to create that and come back to the gratitude. Mm -hmm. We have to be staying in a higher vibratory frequency in order to really be a badass manifester. Yeah, I was just showing my guys just showed me your vision board or that idea of what you want to create as being the seed. And then the feeling of receiving it and as if it's happening now and the gratitude is the water and the sun that helps it grow. And the more you can give it that the faster it's going to grow. And the other thing I want to add in with this conversation too is I'm not manifesting it as though it's coming in the future. I'm manifesting it as though I'm in that moment. It is already in place. It's not a future thing is I'm putting my energy into it being there now because we know we create in the moment and we have to see it as and feel it as being already in place. Yeah. It's those powerful declarations. It's that I declare it is done. I declare that it is here. You know what I mean? Like there is so much power when you can really just verbalize it in such a manner to, I'm hearing like, I'm literally being shown, it's like our words are shifting the energy to create. And the more you can stand in that power of your word, again, the faster you're going to create. Right. And it brings up a good point too, when we talk about this is the ability to believe in it. Yeah. Now that belief is important to understand you can create it. It's creating that positive mindset. And, you know, we're human, we may have that doubt and those negative thoughts and those worries, but it's really important that we push them aside. And again, come back through our visualization, through our emotions, through our affirmations to really reinforce all those positive beliefs, to understand this is our birthright. We can do that. Doesn't matter if it's big or small. I think our little minds go, well, this is small. So this is easy. And this mm -hmm. is large. So it's going to be hard. 
And it's really stepping away and just being in that and knowing that we have the power to do it. Everybody does. If you're willing to put in the time and stay in that positive state. Well, that's the declaration of I am divine is when you are capable of literally everything. You have the power to be whatever it is you want to be. You have the power to be as rich as you want. Whatever it is you want to manifest, you have the power to create that. It is the belief behind it that is going to either make it happen or it's going to stop you in your tracks. Yeah. I know from myself and I tell my clients this too, and I wish it was true. It's not like, let me think about it. Here's the magic wand. I make jokes about rainbows and unicorns and there you go. It's right there in your living room. And I think sometimes some manifestation training and other things out there, it almost puts it out that way. Just think it in, it's there. Right. But part of what we have to do as being manifestors is the understanding it isn't just wishful thinking. We also have to take actionable steps in order to move into what it is we're trying to create through those goals or through those vision boards, whatever it is. We have to take steps that are going to align us with those goals that we're doing. So I think a big part of that too is listening to that little voice, you know, or what's going on around you to say, hey, you need to take this step. And hey, you need to take that step. And knowing that sometimes that may take you out of your comfort zone, especially if you are a control type person where I always describe it as, I need to have all my ducks in a row. I need to have all these steps in place before I can do it. When we come back to manifesting, it's listening to the deeper side that's saying, hey, you need to do this and have the courage to step into it. Mm -hmm. But in the next breath, there's also listening to that inner voice that is those limiting beliefs that are blocking your manifestation. Those voices of, I can't do this. Those voices of, I'm not good enough. Those are the things that are literally block. Well, they're not blocking. They're creating the opposite of what you want. So being aware of those limiting beliefs and in doing your inner work to release those emotions attached to those beliefs, you're then free to, again, it, it brings those manifestations in quicker. It shows you, it gives you your power back. And it's almost like, I always say it's like a magic wand because you're in control of what you you want to create because you're not being controlled by those beliefs. You are standing in your truth into your divine badass truth and you are creating the life you want. So it's about being aware of those limiting beliefs, but also being in control to say, I see those for the lies that they are. I'm not going to give in to them. I'm going to one, do my work to release the energy that's attached to them. So you can stand in that vibration of love, of truth, and be able to manifest what you desire. Yeah, it's a beautiful point because I think we do get stuck in our limiting beliefs. Yeah. How many times do I hear people say, oh, I I have bad luck or this always happens. You know, and always remember that little genie or the waiter that says, and so it is. So it's so, so important that we, as you said, can recognize those beliefs. But when we see them pop up, we can act in a manner that we are putting them to the side and reinforcing that alignment in in our feelings and, you know, coming back into that high vibration. So it's not always like it's everything's fixed and we never have that problem again. But we begin to recognize where, you know, when it is there and we can act accordingly to shift our vibration out of it. I think that's the biggest thing to understand. It it isn't just, like I said, everything's fixed. Yeah. And I think, too, it's also about just trust and faith and understanding divine timing. I know for myself that there's been times where it's like it's taken me years to manifest certain things, you know, like especially large amounts of money. It's taken me years, but it can happen. You know what I mean? 
mean? And also to be aware that when you are manifesting, stay focused on what it is you want to manifest, but not the how it's going to happen. I don't know how many times I've got burnt, not even burnt, but like been like, huh, that's not how I expected that money to come in or, huh, I didn't expect it that way. But it's because I had put expectations to, for it to come in a certain manner and it was completely opposite. And it's very interesting, actually, too. Now, what I'm hearing is like I slowed myself down because I was trying to create it a certain way when it was like, no, it was coming in a completely different way. And I'm seeing like in dollar signs, there's been certain ways I've been expecting money to come in through through my work. And it's like, no, no, I've, I've received money in different ways, one by selling a house, one by, you know, government checks coming in, you know, like things like that, these surprise things where it's like, oh, wow, look at that money that's coming in. But I was expecting it to come a different way. And it probably would have came a lot faster had I not had the expectation of I got to work and grind and all this stuff because that's how it's coming in. So take those expectations off of how it's going to come. But like you said before, Paula, follow those nudges, follow that intuition that is guiding you. Look at those synchronicities that are happening around you, whether it's the people or circumstances just happening in front of you to get you to one step closer to where your manifestation is. Yeah. And we know nothing just happens. We are the process, right? We are the ones yeah. that put it in place. And the points that you're making about letting go and trusting, that's huge. And I think the other thing too, is don't necessarily put a time limit on it. I mean, yes, we're yeah. looking at it for, this is what I want to look at the year, but it's not like, oh, it has to happen the next two weeks. Yeah. The universe is going to put it in place as you're ready to receive it. So really being aware of that and trusting the process. And as you said, Kim, not putting boundaries on it as far as it has to come in this way. Our job is not to define the how mm -hmm. the universe will put that in place. It is simply holding space for that end goal. Yeah. I think a lot of people get caught up in it has to be this time. It has to come in this, this way and all these things. And all we're doing is actually creating a resistance or we're obsessing over it. Mm -hmm. You know, it has to come. It has to come. And we're, we're going to more of that negative vibration than staying on that positive side. So it's really, truly important that you have faith in what it is you're trying to create and allow the flow to come. I'm keeping the end in mind. I'm seeing myself in that image, but I'm letting go of the control of how it is going to come in. And I'm going to take that time every day and focus on that creation. And I think that's really important to note as well is that that is the importance of continuing to check in with yourself and continuing to think about what you want to create. Because I know for a lot of clients and even for myself at times where, you know, you get into that panic where it's like, oh my God, I need this right now. And it's like, you're trying to manifest something, but you're coming in with the energy of panic, of fear, of lack, right? So if you are taking that time, whether it's once a day, whether it's once a week, once a month, but really taking that time to think about what am I wanting to create for myself, that panic isn't there and you're working from a higher vibration, which again, in the end is going to manifest it even quicker. Yeah. And I think another comment on that too is understanding that they are kind of, I use the term living documents. So yeah. when I put this out for the year, it doesn't mean it has to stay that way. So if I get something that I thought I wanted and then I realize, well, maybe it wasn't really what I wanted, I can change those goals. I can simply yeah. shift the energy and, you know, release what it was and, and move into something different. That's okay. So don't think if you've put all these goals out that it has to be the year, you may find in three months, you know what, what I thought was important isn't important. And yeah. I can now change that. I agree with that. 
And I know, Kim, you talked about earlier about, you know, being, and I think we both did actually, paying attention to the signs and the synchronicities and the opportunities and step into them. I think that's one of the hardest things as we get in our head, we get fearful. Mm -hmm. As my guides say, two vibrations, love and fear, that's it. So if we are not in love vibration, we are automatically in fear. And it's recognizing that's then where we are manifesting from is from the fear and the worry. So really take that time and be mindful of what is happening in your day-to-day -day lives, because those are the steps that are being presented. I think also too, is don't dwell on the past. Don't dwell on, you know, the circumstances that have gotten you here. It's like, take that power back, take that control back and be like, fuck yeah, I'm going to create this and stand in that power so that you can then get clear and manifest what you want. Right. You made a comment earlier too, Kim, about putting our energy in once a day, once a week, once a month. Mm -hmm. One thing we'll touch on that is if you are willing to take that time every day, you will see your manifestations come in at a much faster rate yes. than if I'm doing it once a week or once a month. If mm -hmm. I'm dedicating that time to put my energy into it, Things are going to flow so much faster. And the other, if you will, side effect of that is you're going to feel better. Yeah. You're putting yourself in a higher frequency on a daily basis. And that reflects out in everything that surrounds you. And you'll find that, you know, I, I know I found it's like the day-to-day -day just seems to simplify itself as well. It does. Yeah. But again, it's about coming back into that power. It's about being in control of your energy. And like, they're literally showing me like a video game. It's like, you have that controller in your hand and you can choose to not use that or you can use to be in charge of it. And it's stepping forward every day to say, this is what I want. It's using those universal laws. It's using that and en your energy to create. Yeah. I feel like sometimes we sound like a broken record, but once you understand the power that you have to control and create the life that you want, you're going to catch those old patterns and you're going to stay it more in empowerment and you're going to be more in that creative mode and life is going to change for you. Yeah. And it is definitely coming back about, you know, not getting frustrated if it's not dropping in exactly the way you want it or exactly the time frame. You know, I think that's mm -hmm. one of the biggest things. And I've seen people that are doing it. And then at the end of the day, it's like, here's my 30 day. And at day 28, they just go, oh, this doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And I've just stopped everything. So really staying in that place of trust, being consistent with it, knowing that it does take time. The other aspect, when we talk about the daily things, you can look at that as your self-care time. Right. Maybe it's going to be meditation. Maybe I'm going for a walk. But while I'm doing that, I'm focusing my energy on these goals of what I'm looking for. Right. Mm -hmm. Maybe if we're looking at a month and, and if we're looking at different areas, we're going to be teaching this in our manifesting masterclass, but different areas in, in our life. So maybe one week I'm going to focus on this area. The next week mm -hmm. I'm going to focus on that area. Maybe you're going to focus on different things in different months. So it's it's really getting clear on it. But taking the time to balance yourself, this is self-care for you. Mm -hmm. And like you said earlier, it makes you feel better. There is something to be said when you are in alignment with your divine self. And that divine self is that there is confidence about that. There is a, a capability that you know you have. There is a love about that. And this is why we talk about getting people to come back into their divine self so much, because when you are working from that vibration, you're changing your life, you're shifting your reality into something that feels in alignment, that feels right. Yeah. And just being open. 
you know, you really need to be open on how it's going to come in. I think that was some of the scariest things for me was seeing that opportunity or that thing drop out and stepping out of the comfort zone, knowing that it's been provided. And just, you know, sometimes I think, especially when you think about money and, and this, you know, the lives that we have right now, how everything has gone up in prices, you know, really, truly taking the time not to go into fear. It's so important yeah. because you will be provided for. And I always make the joke, sometimes it's what I call the 11th hour, mm-hmm. you know, but then all of a sudden it's there. Yeah, that's exactly it, right? It's like they always seem to come through. Spirit always comes through. And I always say, if it doesn't come through the way you expected it to, something better is coming along. Yep. Also, too, I think it's really important to note that never compare yourself with your own manifestations and your own life to somebody else because everybody is creating differently. Everybody is wanting different things. Everybody's relative truth is different. (laughs) So it's like when you are focusing on creating something for yourself, Make that the focus, not, you know, not what somebody else is doing. As we're sitting here talking that my guides are actually bringing up an example as well, just something that I wanted to share and think about as well. So they were bringing me to like, say a situation on relationships, Mm -hmm. right? And it's like, I want to be in a relationship with this person. This Mm -hmm. is the person it has to be. We're manifesting that person. It's so important that we step back because what will happen? Oh, that didn't work. So this stuff doesn't work. Mm -hmm. We can step back and say, I'm looking for a loving, balanced, communicative relationship. Yeah, the qualities. Really focus on, you know, what it is we want versus getting stuck in. It has to be this person. I wanted to use that example because it isn't always going to be that person because maybe that is not the best for you at the end of the day. The universe knows the difference. So if we focus on, I want a loving, balanced, healthy relationship, we will draw that person in that is right for us. Uh Right? Because I think sometimes we get so focused, it has to be this little bit right here. Yeah, we step back and go, hey, this is really, really what I'm looking for in my life. We can have the clarity on, you know, kind of the type of individual just using the relationships as an example, mm-hmm. but it, we don't have to say it has to be this person. And I, I like that. Not from that perspective. Uh, I'm just going to give one more example. I wanted a job and I said, this is the job that I wanted. And the guys are like, no, 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 you don't really want it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. I do want it. And I manifested the job in and I was only there six months. They knew, right? So they'll go, okay, you might have, you want to manifest it. We'll give it to you. Thinking at the time, that's what I wanted. That's what I needed. That was going to be great. But then in hindsight, understanding, yeah, maybe it wasn't what I thought. Yeah. It'll let it go. Mm-hmm. I think it's so interesting the way you said that because it almost takes away, in my in my eyes, it almost takes away jealousy. It almost takes away ego because it's not about, I, I want that. It's, I like that. I, w- I want that for myself. So picking out those qualities, picking out those aspects of somebody's life and bringing that and calling that into you, it kind of takes out that, I want to say that negative energy of like ego and and jealousy and being like, I want to create that for me. Yeah. I just wanted the guides brought that up as being important because I think sometimes if we're focusing so much on this, you know, using the example of this relationship, this one person, this is the be all end all. Yeah. Sometimes it will not come in play if it isn't in balance with what we're meant to experience too. Mm -hmm. And as you said, Kim, it's because there's something better out there. So not to get stuck in that. Mm -hmm. We keep the vibration of what that is. You know, Kim, you you saw the vision of what, you know, your cabin and the lake and stuff like that. Beautiful. Yeah. But maybe the cabin you're seeing in your head might be a little different than what you're actually going to get, but maybe the view is the same. It is. And I, it's interesting you say that because I don't specifically envision a house. You know, well, that's not true. No, I'm going to say I am envisioning the house because I know I have created stuff like that before because when I purchased my last house, I knew I wanted a five level back split 
and I wanted it in this price range. And my realtor at the time told me I was crazy. You're never going to find this. And I went and I switched realtors and I found it for even less. So when I do manifest my house, I envision myself on my dock, but I'm also... I do. I'm very specific about what I want in a house. I want a okay. very open concept house. I want lots of windows, but I'm also very open to allowing it to, it's going to, it's going to end up being what it's going to be. Like, I'm not going to be like, it has to be this vision of how it looks, but I'm being specific about the things I do want in my in your house. Exactly. Yes. And I guess that's uh -huh. the point I want to make is, you know, maybe I envisioned it was a blue house and it's going to be a, a green yeah. house. You know what I mean? But as, as you said, the, the tangible, important things, open concept, lots of windows. Yes. Those are the things we focus on. Not, oh, the window has to be this size and this yeah. length and, you know, not to get stuck in that specific it can limit it too much sometimes so i think keeping yes. the vision of the overall here's my you know the back of the place has got these beautiful windows and i'm looking out and seeing the lake beautiful. yeah but it doesn't mean oh i have to have 12 windows and there have no. to be this place you know we do not have to go to that detail but keeping the vision of the higher you know what it is you really want to create is important yeah and even still and even as you say that it's like do you know what even it doesn't matter if my house is a one bedroom or a five bedroom. I'm like, I'm going to have so much fucking gratitude <laughs> like just to be on that lake and be like, this is my house. Woo. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's still okay to say I want three bedrooms or I want five yeah. bedrooms. That's fine. Yeah. Gratitude. As we said, I think the more that you work with this, the more that trust begins to grow. One of the things my guide said to me a long time ago, the old saying was, when I see it, I'll believe it. Mm. And the truth is, when you believe it, you will see it. You have yeah. to step back out of that. I always use the term control of the mindset that all these things have to be in play for it to be real. No, mm -hmm. I create through my mind. I create through my subconscious and my feeling, right? And the thought and the words that go along with it. That's mm -hmm. the only thing you need to be focused on. That's true. That's it. I, I think that's that's a, that's the perfect ending. Believe it and you will see it. And I think just another note too, it's so important to understand that manifesting is I'm not trying to control the universe. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm aligning myself in that flow. We are co-creating with that energy by focusing our intentions, our actions, our feelings. Yes. And the trust in the process is so important. And as we say, staying committed to it, really doing the stuff on a regular basis that keeps your energy focused on what it is and the belief there that you can do it. Mm -hmm. You know, we refer to it as not, you know, the steps, but it's simple, yet it's not sometimes, you know, the, mm -hmm. the processes are simple, but it's in the doing and keeping yourself in those vibrations. That's where we create. Yeah, agreed. So we're at January 2024. You guys have the opportunity to create, as Kim said, this life worth living, this creation for yourself. So really think about what it is you want to create and move forward with it. Jump into it. Take the time every day and make 2024 this a beautiful, abundant life for you. Amazing. So this brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for joining us during our conversation today about becoming a badass manifester. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Divine. And as always, thank you for listening. And if you enjoy our show, please rate our podcast. Be sure to come back in two weeks and we're going to have a discussion around the benefits of meditation. So many beautiful things that come through it. So we're going to talk about that. So until then, this is Paula. And Kim, and don't forget that you are a powerful, I am divine badass. This podcast was created by Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. 
We welcome you to join our private Facebook group, I Am Divine, to connect with other like-minded individuals and be part of our special events that will only be found in our private community. We would love to hear your feedback on today's podcast and on any other topics that you would like to know more about. For more information about our podcast, information on Kim and Paula, our special events, spiritual coaching, training programs, or even to book a private reading with Kim or Paula, we invite you to visit our website at www.iamdivine.ca.